If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You are now listening to Vigilantes Radio, presented by the only one media group. This is the people's choice for quality interviews, celebrities, and special guests. Hosted by Demetrius Dinny Reynolds. Call in to join the mix at 701-801-9813. For the complete archive of episodes, visit onlyonemediagroup.com and be sure to like us on Facebook at Vigilantes Radio. We welcome all. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds. Enjoy the show. Yo, hello and welcome to another incredible episode of Behind the Mind series where we dive into the universe of the people who create these marvelous aspirations. It feels so good to be back with you guys once again. Big ups to my folks who are indigos, crystalline, or the star seeds, and for my vigilantes audience family. And of course, my hooligans and shout out to my people who are vegetarian, pescatarian or vegans we are averaging over 41,000 live listeners and we've been at this for seven solid years i appreciate all of you guys who have been rocking with the kid on this journey and we are still evolving baby it is all because of you most definitely we are the people who have dedicated their lives to music spirituality business literature education news art films and research in every aspect and we want to allow you an opportunity to tell your story man we've had celebrities on our show from grammy award winning artists nominees to actors comedians ceos technology revolutionaries educators visual artists from authors to professors and vampires 
or people think they're vampires. It doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. Come on our show and chat with Denny. So check it out to book an interview or to appear on my other show, Skeptics. Email me at vradio at onlyonemediagroup.com. That's V as in Victor. Or you can email me at chatwithdini at onlyonemediagroup.com. We hope to get the stories behind these unique people and give them a chance to tell their truth to us and the universe. That's Vigilante's radio purpose. You know the number to dial 701-801-9813. Share that number with your buddy right now and tell them to tune in to connect with us or our guests or you can hop in the mix directly from my website onlyonemediagroup.com right from the homepage you can slap that go live button and you'll be right here live in the midst and in the chat room with all of us so feel free to shoot over some questions to ask our guests while they are here but only as time permits sometimes my guests and I talk entirely too much and as always all episodes are available for free download you can grab it from either spricker.com forward slash onlyonemediagroup iHeart's Radio, Spotify, iTunes, CastBox, Player FM, YouTube, or any app from the Google Play or iTunes Store or over at our website. I've conducted over 1,000 interviews and counting. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, guys? And welcome to another awesome episode of Vigilantes Radio Live right here on iHeart's Radio. I'm your host, Denny, Denny, Denny. All right, so... It is prime time. That means it's 10 o'clock and the party is just getting hot, you know, saving the best for last and uh, whatnot. So I hope you guys have refilled your cups and uh, have have your choice of snackage there and, you know, ready to just settle in and listen to the life and times of our next special guest. All right. Before that, though, you know, when you attempt to get ahead at the expense of others, You'll be resisted every step of the way. Yet when you seek to get ahead by creating value for others, the world will happily push you forward. Rise above the crowd and then genuinely seek ways to bring the crowd along. It's a much more effective strategy than looking for ways to push everyone else down. There's only so much you can possibly take away from others, yet there is no limit to what you can create for yourself and the world around you. Those who win big can't do it by creating losers. In fact, those who win big do it by creating other winners. Those who win big do it not for or are not by fighting over what's already there, but by creating something that has never existed before. Losers look for ways to get away with stealing value from others. Winners know that, you know, the way to true abundance is to create as much value as possible for as many other people as possible and you can do it too you can do it right now it happens every day and the whole world moves forward as a result take that from me denny mussolini that is my word and word is bump right now let's bring on the man of the moment the whole stick crew what is up welcome to the show hey thanks for having me on hey the pleasure is all mine how is your day today i'm doing pretty good it's great it's great it's great so, man, I, I guess we should start at the very top, you know, and, and get the genesis of the whole sick crew, you know, mm-hmm. surviving life, how everything shaped you into the person you are today. 
Okay, yeah. So I uh, I grew up kind of around like the Washington D.C. area. Um, I started playing guitar when I was about like 14, and then when, after high school, I uh, went to Berklee College of Music, and there I initially studied guitar performance, but I ended up graduating more with a major that was like more focused on like writing and producing music, and that's kind of a lot of the skills that have carried through into me releasing my own music now. Hmm. Sure. So I mean, like before college, before Berkeley College, which is an excellent yeah. place, by the way. Um, what about that defining moment? You know, uh, maybe you saw someone live or heard a, uh, something on the radio or saw someone live. I think I said that already. Yeah, maybe heard an album, LP, vinyl. Uh, but something, something called you to become a musician. Do you really remember that moment or which artist um, that yeah, kind of sparked Probably you? like... Yeah, I know I liked music for a while um, before this, and like, um, but I think, I think before when I first started going to concerts, and I went to a lot of metal shows. I'd go to Ozfest and see a lot of like the bigger metal bands. Um, so I think when I first saw like Ozzy and stuff like that live, it kind of I realized how much of a connection he was having with the crowd and how much he was you know impacting people, and I kind of realized that's what I'd like to do um, myself, you know, with my life too. Maybe not quite all the things he did, but you know, make that connection or make music that people can relate to. Yes, indeed. And your mu- your music is more political um, than anything, you know, giving an insight yep. to society, community, the happenings mm-hmm. of this world. And I could tell you, man, there's a lot happening right now in this in this world here. Um, uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and I, I know a lot of musicians, they kind of separate the two, the politics. And, you know, politics is just not about presidents and, and mayors and, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, issues. Yeah, there, there's more to politics than just that. But um, kind of shed a light into why politics or uh, social studies is the, the, the theme of your music. Well, um, for me, I know, like, the releases I've put out uh, the back half this year have been more political and a lot of um, the reason I do that well first of all I felt like um, there kind of like was a demand for political music the past say four years yeah. and initially at least in rock there wasn't a whole lot coming out there's actually been a bit more in the past couple months but it, it, people, for what people would have expected there wasn't a whole lot of political music so I kind of got into that and then I also view like writing and um, putting out music kind of as a way of expressing my own unique like um, I guess ideas and views of the world in a way that other people can appreciate. So I feel like, I guess, you know, I, I figure if I was going to put some music out around a time when there's a lot of talk about politics, I should, the music I should maybe, su- the subject matter of the music should be uh, more, like more political. Yeah. So how do you view the world? Um, I mean, like, so in terms of, like, uh, as it relates to, like, the songs I put out more, uh, Recently, I, I like, um, even though, like, for example, a song Play Along I put out kind of does encourage people to participate in politics. I feel a lot like both sides of the political spectrum kind of look out for themselves. And then mm-hmm. if it's convenient to help the people they actually represent, then maybe they'll do that. But we can look at, there's plenty of examples even from the past couple months of politics doing that. And even in this whole election that's been going on, I feel like sometimes, like, the needs are of uh like the average american the average voter even you know get overlooked in terms of because there's bigger political plans they're more interested in mm, mm, absolutely for example, yeah for example it'd be like them pushing through like a supreme court justice when like there's millions of americans that are unemployed and in serious economic crisis um due to the effects of like the prolonged pandemic so mm-hmm. absolutely man i totally agree 
uh, do you feel like it's an artist's responsibility to be a voice of political reasoning? Um, you know, when there's lines drawn in the sand and there's, uh, you know, uh, polit- policies to stand behind, to stand up for, agendas to push and, and, and whatnot. I know some artists tend to stay away from it. Um, yeah, some I, artists feel like it's their responsibility. But how how do you feel on the overall um, landscape of music? So I feel like artists kind of can like if artists want to put out political music, by all means they have the right and should absolutely do it. But that doesn't necessarily mean all music or art has to be political. Um, I feel like though because like music is especially if you're like you know putting it out um, and d- distributing it like on say like streaming platforms and stuff like that you're trying to get people to listen to it anyways so if there's like some points or um political issues you know that are important to you then why not try to incorporate that into your music some way because you're already trying to get your music out there to be heard by more people so maybe if you create greater awareness for issues that are important to you or at least get people to like think you know more about political issues then you start to kind of open the door for these things to be addressed long term and maybe even fixed or you know um at least, I guess, at least addressed. Yeah, yeah. So hard rock, punk rock, uh, Americana blues, and with uh, hints of heavy metal elements. Mm-hmm. That's quite unique there. Uh, a great blend of uh, some great genres, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I, I mean, how, how did you experiment with these sounds and, you know, um, formulate them into, you know, the whole sick group? Well, so uh, for myself personally, my own like musical journey, I started out more into hard rock, heavy metal, especially when I started playing guitar. Um, and then as I got a little lar- um, farther along, I got more into like the blues, which if you look into it, like rock and a lot of other um, genres of music that specifically developed in America can be traced back to um, blues, like chord progressions, artists, melodies, um, songs, even like kind of like what they call like standards. So um, kind of, it's almost like you're, trying to think how you put it um like going back starting with something you like and go tracing it back to its roots so even though the music i have has like a little more aggressive it has a, a distorted guitars power chords things like that if you look at like the changes or like kind of like rhythmically or um even the melodies that are going on they kind of come from scales or um, chord progressions that are more bluesy and i try to have like especially if i'm writing music that's about american politics it's good to have like influences from like the blues which is like one of the original american art forms in my music yeah yeah you know and i ultimately believe um artists should be in charge on a, a political standpoint um uh, not necessarily saying kanye west should be the president of the united states but yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> i believe we should have some some large majority of a, a voice if that responsibility was given to you phil what would be like one of the number one policies or change that you would implement implement uh, for this country? I mean, at like right now specifically, I think there probably can be should have been more um, done from the top um, on the top level in addressing like the coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe try to establish some like national guidelines that for how to slow the spread. Um, but even beyond that, the impact of that, there's a lot of people who have been, who like were put out of work, you know, either they're temporarily laid off, they lost hours at their job, or they just, their job went out of business completely. Um, 
and I, I certainly see it a lot around where I um, live around DC. It's, um, because it's like DC is a city that's very based on like tourism and stuff like that. So we lost like an entire summer of having tourists come. So there's just people who are like, don't know how they're going to pay their next month's rent or how they're going to keep paying groceries and bills like that. And a lot of places, even some state um, unemployment benefits are already out, you know. So I feel like right, if the government yeah. can't help provide for people in time of emergency, then like, why are they taking our tax money, you know? So that's probably like yeah, the first yeah. thing that I would address. Man, I wish, I wish. And uh, the homelessness um, in my city is whew, huge now. And uh, I, I remember when uh, COVID-19 was like at its peak. I think it was like around February, March over in the mm -hmm. States. Um, there was a rule that went around like people couldn't be evicted. You know, you can, you know, skip your life. Yeah. Bill. And um, now it's like they reneged and I'm, I'm seeing jobs close. I'm seeing uh, more and more people on the streets. And then they even closed the homeless shelter push those people yeah. out of the, the downtown area because they're building mm -hmm. it up for tourists. And they're, yeah. uh, you know, and now the people are wandering around in the suburbs and neighborhoods and um, mall scripts and stuff like that. And, you know, homelessness is, is such a, I don't know, is it, an issue of its own that I think the government just totally dropped the ball on. Uh, yes. What have you noticed in D.C.? Um, to the homelessness ratio um so it's a little tricky like to be honest the past like week or so there's been i've seen less homeless people out and about i don't know if there was something going on with the police maybe like discouraging them from going to their usual like the panhandling spots right. but um yeah you could definitely um it, it's been a big thing here too with like dc's gotten very like, gentrified over the past say like 20 years maybe even a little more um so people have already been getting priced out of the city people have been losing their homes um and you definitely see like especially in areas where there's a lot of foot traffic um i used to work a bartend kind of near the white house in an area where there's a lot of tourism and there's just we we're actually across the street from where the um homeless would be dropped off and picked up so you can definitely see kind of like an increase in that, I think, at first, early in COVID, even though right now I haven't seen as much of it um, lately. All right, all right. So, uh, you know, when I when I read the title of, of the name that you, you, you do music under, you know, the whole yeah. crew, I was imagining like a, a slew of artists and musicians that made up, you know, one yeah. embodiment of a solid sign and you're kind of a one-man band here um, yeah right now so, like i have musicians i can collaborate with if there's like shows and stuff coming up but everything's still kind of shut down where i am so i've been using right. the time more to just focus on getting music recorded and um put out yeah now to me that's impressive you know uh being a one-man yeah. crew i'm a one-man crew here uh I write produce edit do the graphics oh, you know everything involved in the show um if you know so how much i my hat yeah, 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 yeah. At times it's, you know, glorious, but at other times, and this is most of the times, it's like, uh, um, you know, got to do a thousand yeah, can, jobs it, and be one person. Yeah, it can get frustrating. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, you stick through it. It's like what you're passionate about. Sure, sure. So the name itself, uh, Whole Sick Crew, um, um, what was so the inspiration behind it? 
Um, it's a reference to there's a novel called V by um, Thomas Pynchon, who's an American. I guess I think it's all it's like lumped in with postmodernist um, authors. And in that that book's set in the '50s, and the the whole sick crew, even though it's spelled C R E W, um, is like a group of like beat generation poets, playwrights, musicians, and they kind of basically like spend all their time like talking about like being a poet or being a musician or something as opposed to like actually creating art. They just spend all the time kind of like partying, being assholes and talking about creating music. And I kind of maybe spent a little too much of my twenties doing that. Um, and got, you know, for a couple of years, got a little too distracted, especially with the hustle of just trying to like pay bills and stuff. Yeah. So I think when I started like looking for a name to release music under, I kind of was a little, I guess, ironic to be referencing something that maybe was like a shortcoming of my own when I was especially first trying to like first out of college and trying to like figure out what I was going to do with my music degree, how I was going to get music out or like even what kind of work I was going to find. Yeah. And speaking of like navigating your way through like after college, you know, what do you, what do you do with a music degree? Um, how do you make the most of it in, in, in the music business, the music industry? What are some of the things like the top three, top three things you know to be 100% true about the music industry? Um, I mean, I think like the first one is that it's especially um, with how technology is developed to make uh, like produ producing music more accessible and also distribution made more accessible than it used to be. Um, I feel like the first thing is it's gonna it's tough, but you also have to be like very, uh, I guess like passionate and driven. You got to be in it for the right reason. Like nowadays, especially with the state of the world, like you're not people aren't in music to make a lot of money or even really get fame because it's there's so many people putting out music now and it's uh, you know like pay, like uh, people aren't really like buying albums and stuff. So a lot of like traditional revenue streams are cut off. So it's more like you got to remember why you're doing it and, and just keep um, at it. So I think that's the first thing I'd say that's very true about it. The second thing is just, I think, making connections can be really important because you never know like who knows who, and it's always important to get out there and you become full putting yourself out there and your music out there. I know sometimes, especially when you're trying to like market yourself a little bit, it, it can rub people a little bit the wrong way, but you just got to keep trying you know it's not like you're forcing yourself on other people but you never know who knows who and that can lead to opportunities for collaborations or you know gigs or whatever down the line absolutely and i think the third thing i think that's really important for music is if you're trying to um like make it as an artist or a performer especially if you're doing like original material that you yourself write you're probably gonna need to like um at least get somewhat familiar with the production side of it and handle a lot of that yourself. I feel like the days of like getting a band together and then playing some gigs and then maybe someone notices you at a record level when you get picked up and then like um, those kind of days are like gone. Um, and nowadays it's more like you kind of got to be proactive yourself. You got to get your music out there instead of being like, hey, I've got a demo CD, which car, like cars, a lot of cars don't even have CD players anymore yeah. or like computers. Um, you got to be like, hey, I've got music on at the very least SoundCloud, but it's it's not too hard to get your music onto Spotify as long as you can meet like basic audio quality standards. So yeah, the third thing I'd say is you gotta kinda like really promote and focus on all that yourself. Absolutely, man. So right now the single Play Along is out and you have mm -hmm. uh, another one, um, Majority Rules. 
Oh. Yeah, that one actually came out a couple of weeks back as well. Okay, cool deal. So, are you gearing up for a uh, full-on project, or are you you continue um, to drop so singles? I I put an album out at the beginning of the year, and that was a lot of tracks that I kind of built up over um, a few years, where I was just like working two jobs to get the bills paid and working on music in my spare time when I could. Um, mm -hmm. For the time being, I'm focusing more on like singles. I think I'm going to try to put an EP, an EP out by next summer. I've got all the material written. It's just more a matter of time of sitting down and being able to produce it. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think one of the, the few like good things about the way music consumed nowadays is that you can, there is more of a market for like singles. Like singles have always been used to promote music, but I feel like it always had to be like for a while kind of like clumped in with an album it's like you know people buy the album to hear a single or two off of it and nowadays since people aren't really buying albums you can be like i want to try this kind of thing it's just a one-off you can experiment a little more than you used to be able to i think absolutely absolutely so man tell us about your creative process you know um, um you kind of mentioned that you, you have several songs written it's just a matter of mm -hmm. you know putting the uh, melodies to it, you know, guitar, yeah. the drums, and so, all. Building, build, building the song. So tell us about your yeah, creative yeah. process. So for me, a lot of the times, um, especially since the way I used to, or I st it's um, still kind of like this, but I'd be like working and I might not always have my instrument around me. So a lot of times I get lyrics written first. I have an idea, idea of what I want to write a song about. And over however much time, sometimes I can get lyrics done pretty quickly in like less than an hour. Um, sometimes it might take a couple of days and a couple of revisions. But once I get that to a point where I kind of know what I want to have happen, I'll sit down with like bass or a guitar and kind of come up with an idea with like a groove or the riff that's going to happen and then figure out kind of like what the melody for the vocals and stuff will be over that. And while I'm sitting with like the bass and the guitar, usually I kind of also start working out drum beats and what, how I want like the overall structure of the song to work. And once I have like the structure for the song done, then I'll program the drums in. Um, and then once I get that done, record the bass, guitars, and then once I get those instruments done, I'll go back and like tweak the drums, try to make them sound a little better and um, more, not like in sync, but just like have a better chemistry with what's going on the guitar. Like, oh, if a guitar fills here, then maybe a drum fill will happen a couple bars later, the response. Um, and then once I get all that done, I record the vocals, mix it. Um, and then start getting into kind of like mastering and like optimizing the volume or like loudness level for whatever platforms the um, song is going to be on. Absolutely. All right, all right. Well, we're about to jump into some music by the whole sick crew. It's called Play Along. Guys, stay tuned. We'll be right back.
song had me singing along with the chorus. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go ahead and bring Phil back. Yo, 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 welcome back. Love the song, man. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. So, man, like, sitting down to write this song, uh, you know, did you know what direction that you were headed in, you know, um, theme-wise or content-wise? Um, yeah, like this song I sat down, I knew I was going to write a political song and I wanted to write something that was about kind of how democracy is great and all, um, but it, and it, but it, it primarily works by like participation and it, mm-hmm. a lot of times it is easier to just like vote and then not pay attention to the issues and things like that afterwards. Um, and that sometimes can kind of lead to a lot of, or I think not kind of like leads to a lot of the, um, the disconnect between I think politicians and the interests of the uh, voters or the citizens, whatever you like to call them. So that was kind of like the basic idea I had for the song, and then I started developing lyrics around that. Um, I initially kind of had it, uh, some like lines a little more gen- uh, gender neutral, especially early on, because in the Democratic primaries, I wrote this like at the end of last year. It looked like it might have been like a woman uh, presidential, pri- uh, you know, uh, nominee for the Democrats. So then I had to like actually change the lyrics a little bit once I got into production um, but it was like nothing really that hard to do alright <laughs> got you alright man well like I said man I love the song before we let you go let our listeners know where they can check out more music uh, follow you and uh, yeah subscribe oh yeah so um, I guess you can fo- fo- like find our music on like Spotify Apple Music any uh, streaming platform at the whole sick crew that's C-R-O-O for crew um, we also have a website, sickcrew.com, which has all the music from the first album, as well as links to listen to our music on streaming platforms. You can also follow um, our Facebook um, or like Instagram page for updates on when new music's coming out or um, other just like basic news for the band. All right. I guess that's right. about it. Cool deal. And guys, just in case you didn't catch those links, maybe you were busy with your fingers cooking grilled cheese sandwich or, I don't know, painting uh, some masterpiece. No worries. But I have the links in the description of this episode and in the show notes. So all you have to do is click the links. It'll take you right to it. Well, the whole sick crew, Mr. Phil, I want to thank you once again for being our special guest. Uh, It's truly an honor, man. All right, yeah, thank you so much. You, you stay uh, safe and stay healthy, man. All right, you too, man. Keep fighting a good thank fight. Yep, yeah, bye. Thank you, my Vigilantes family, as always, for checking out my podcast over here at Vigilantes Radio Live. All episodes are available for free download, and you can grab it from either Spricker.com forward slash Only One Media Group, Spotify, CastBox, iHeart Radio, iTunes, YouTube, the app podcast addict or over at our website which again is only onemediagroup.com and that goes for every single show that we've ever aired if you like to request some music or send something for me to play email it to vradio at onlyonemediagroup.com that is v as in victor and here's my disclaimer we are genre free we do not judge and we absolutely do not base our opinions on hearsay but facts alone And actually scratch all of that because all of my opinions are always right. That's the bottom line. This is my show, so deal with it. 
<laughs> Just kidding. On behalf of myself, Denny, I appreciate all you guys for tuning in either afterwards or live with us spread the word because sharing is caring we stepped up our game just for you guys and our guests to make sure that you have the best experience here on our show be sure to connect with me on facebook twitter instagram tumblr snapchat tiktok at all social media sites as well as spreaker youtube we always follow back okay well just remember to put yourself into everything that you do and never stop investing in yourself peace love grilled cheese and talk with you later Listening to Vigilantes Radio, the people's choice for quality interviews, art, music, and hot topics. Hosted by Demetrius Houdini Black Reynolds of the duo No Longer the Hero. All episodes of this podcast are available for free download at www.onlyonemediagroup.com. This is a seventh sign regime, Rebirth Worldwide Syndicate exclusive. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.